record this thing. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, can you see yourself on uh, my TV behind you? It looks more like Santa Claus, but yes. <laughs> okay. Looks more like Santa Claus. We got uh, we tried this yesterday, and our audio uh, was so. Uh, what do I want to say? It was just messed up. The audio was messed up. We tried it with Zoom, and I don't know if it's something to do with my uh, mixer or my computer sound card or what it is. But uh, again, uh, um, the uh, video was uh, again uh, so messed up that we couldn't use the video that we did. Let's see here. The truth is, George, you broke it. It's what? The truth is, you broke it. (laughs) Yeah, again. So uh, I'm trying to get uh, you set up here in the multi view. Let's see, too. I don't know where you're at. But any, anyway, I, I can uh, do this, uh, cut you over here. So uh, we had some things we talked about yesterday, and you said that uh, one of those was this keyboard I got, this Logitech keyboard. Yeah. I thought my printer was easy to set up. This is the easiest gadget I ever set up in my life. It's uh, Wi-Fi. It connects to my computer via Wi-Fi. And what you get in the Logitech is an MK320, and I'll put a link down in the description. You get a keyboard, a nice-size keyboard, and a mouse that connects to your computer by Wi-Fi. And all I had to do was stick this little Wi-Fi device in my computer, and voila! It's hooked up. Uh, I I've got to look that up. I've got to see uh, what uh, Logitech has done on that. It's it's a neat gadget. I mean, I have never ever had a uh, anything as easy to set up as this Logitech. Uh, what was it? M- MK MK three twenty. But you can see me. Uh, you can see me, see me on your computer on uh, uh, Skype, right? Uh, yeah, and your audio is vastly improved from yesterday. <laughs> Good. Uh, so apparently, Skype has fixed the problem. Skype has fixed the problem uh, with Skype not hooking up to Vimeo. What can I say? I mean, they fixed. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, Skype uh, before you couldn't you, you could use Skype with Vmix on the same computer, and all of a sudden you couldn't use Skype on the same computer with Vmix because every time you hook up to your Skype guest, your my video com, uh, camera would d- disappear. It wouldn't work. So th- this is quite an improvement on Skype. Apparently, Skype has lost a lot of customers. Uh, to other services because of that. And what can I say? They fixed it. So, uh, 
Well, Skype is owned by uh, Microsoft now, and they they've merged it. The Skype for Business is what was formerly known as Microsoft Link, and prior to being known as Link, it was known by something else. Uh, Microsoft has been evolving to create. They hope to create a very significant presence in the uh, voice over IP market and the uh, web conferencing market. Okay. And, you know, there's always a problem because Skype, uh, Skype used, it's not quite proprietary, but Skype used uh, P2P, peer-to-peer uh, uh, networking. Okay. And it did not handle uh, loads well. Um, uh, and to my my experience is that Skype still has lots of uh, uh, problems uh, in uh, uh, call continuity and whatnot and wherefore. Okay. But it is getting better. And uh, I, I, with all the tens or hundreds of millions of users that <laughs> Skype has. Yeah. I really kind of doubt that this problem that they had cost them any significant number okay. of uh, customers. I don't know. What, uh, I don't know why they decided to let Skype work again with VMix because uh, again, uh, it used to work with VMix, and then all of a sudden, when you tried to hook up to a Skype guest, was uh, Skype brought in directly? To vmix the camera wouldn't work now you could use it on a second computer and that's what i told you a little bit ago if uh if uh this wouldn't work i'd hook you up on a second computer and we'd be good to go um i'd bring you in to my vmix system by desktop capture but i i'm <laughs> i'm thrilled because uh there's times when uh, uh i want to use uh uh, Skype over Zoom, uh, say to connect to my daughters or something, and I and there's one daughter I really need to get a recording of because she was in the hospital with me while I had this neck surgery. Yeah, and uh, she described one day what I was like after the surgery in in ICU. I was incoherent. <laughs> now there was two daughters in there. <laughs> Wait. What makes that any different than it normally is, George? Yeah, but I mean, there was two daughters in there with me uh, during ICU recovery, and one of them I could call by name and recognize her. Now, I don't remember any of this, but the second daughter, I, it's like she wasn't there. I didn't address her at all. Oh. And um, it, now that I know this, that was a Scary, scary uh, thing to have to have to go on to. I'm just glad. Uh, again, I'm just glad that uh, I didn't. Uh, I don't didn't re- don't remember any of that. Um, well, I'll tell you, you're sending chills down my spine because when I had spinal surgery a few years ago, coming out of the anesthesia, yeah. Um, I had an instance of, uh, I believe the term for it is asphasia, and that is where you know what you're trying to say, but you cannot say it. It comes out gibberish. 
And that lasted for uh, uh, several minutes, and I thought that my 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 brain had exploded. It was horrible because I was talking to my wife and a nurse, and I knew exactly what I was saying or intended to say, but the words were were were. It was like these things you see where they they uh, these religious things where they. Uh, Talking third tongue or something? Yeah, yeah, talking tongues, that's it. Talking tongue, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, Jamie said I sounded like Darth Vader when I uh, would breathe. <laughs> you know, the rattle, and, and uh, I don't know if I sound like that when I talk, but yeah. she said I sounded like that when um, <laughs> when I breathe, you know, that rattle or what have you. Yeah. Now, you called that what? What was it called? Uh, what I had was asphasia. Okay. A A S P H A S I A. Okay. Uh, and uh, apparently, I was make when I was when I would talk to Christian, the daughter I recognized, I was making sense. But it's like Jamie. I I I didn't address her at all uh, during that time, and it's just like, can you you having trouble hearing me? No, it, it appears that my headphones are off center. I keep trying to adjust them, and of course, I'm reversed on my monitor. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you know what? This uh, we we talked about this again yesterday. A uh, uh, yeah. group that you had started. Um, uh, let's see here. I had that up a while ago, and I go growing older on Facebook. Yeah, growing old. Uh, grow, growing old. Now, you want to talk about this just a little bit? Um, actually, I'm going to get to work on it, I hope, this afternoon and put up a couple of uh, articles. And essentially, it's to provide a, a forum and a meeting place and a source of information for people who are growing old. And as I've said, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. We don't get any training uh, in it. And I have no idea of what training you can actually uh, 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 get. And it's like I'm going to be posting today, for example, on a uh, – uh, and I, I mentioned this yesterday, but uh, uh, my wife's Medicare Part D prescription yeah, yeah, insurance yeah. comes from uh, Humana. And they were screwing her around something uh, uh, fierce, and she's a very nice person. I'm not. <laughs> that's, um, that's what you said about her yesterday. She's a nice person. Now, you didn't say anything about you, but go ahead. Well, I got involved, and in, in, in a day, uh, we got an entirely different set of results uh, from Humana, and now another day has passed, and the the problem has been uh, 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 resolved. But uh, uh, but the the point of fact is, I had to do a real quick crash course, and how can I fight them? And I found on the CMS site, which is the site that administers uh, Medicare Part D. CMS. Uh, What's that stand for? Uh, I'd have to look it up. Uh, All um, right. Uh, hang on, and I will look it no, up. No, 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 no. That's, that's okay. Now, uh, take one sec. I, I probably have it still in my browser. Uh, 
Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. All right. And in any event, uh, uh, I found a uh, they have a grievance procedure, which is Ooh. actually pretty simple. Right. And they explain it. Uh, CMS explains it, and they provide you the form and the, and the schedule that you have to follow. And if you look at Humana's site, as I told you yesterday, uh, Humana, at least to their credit, does not censor uh, 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 user comments. I'm sure that the, the truly abusive ones they they remove. Okay. remove Perhaps vulgar comments. Yeah, calling people names doesn't get you anywhere. Uh, but in any event, um, uh, they have uh, hundreds of people complaining about poor customer service, about this, about not being able to get their prescriptions. And what CMS offers is a procedure that uh, Humana has to follow. It's the law. All right. And so I'm going to be posting a short article on that today with a link to the form, and that can be used with any Medicare Part D uh, uh, provider when you have a grievance. Okay. And instead of having to deal with uh, perhaps ignorant customer service people, you know, there's a form, and you can, you know, cite chapter and verse, and if they don't follow it, then you you literally can complain to uh, uh, to the government. Oh, all right. And uh, there are so many other uh, uh, things. I started thinking uh, 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 last night uh, uh, about, uh, as I've told you, I use a walker when I go outside. And I still travel, you know, on occasion. I've cut it way down. But it occurred to me last night that I have never looked at the FAA, which I think is responsible uh, uh, federal operation, or the Americans with Disability Act to see if there are any provisions that airlines are specifically required to make okay. for travelers with disabilities. Uh, I want to tell you, we're live streaming on YouTube now. Okay. And in any event, uh, I think it's a worthy subject of exploration because um, I now fly only south uh, uh, west. Uh, United Airlines, which I u- used to be my regular carrier for decades, got so bad that it, it was it was it was pathetic. I, I once complained to a gate agent. Um, uh, about some aspect of United Service where hundreds of us or dozens of us were penned up with no information as to the flight. And I complained to this young woman, being relatively polite, and she said, you know what, this is my last day. I don't have to take this blank blank from customers anymore, and I am so glad. (laughs) And it's like, you know, that may have been my last day flying United, too. But uh, my, my point is, um, uh, I think it would be worthwhile to look and see if there are any provisions that airlines have to make for, for people with disabilities. I w- and I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Neither do I, but let's get real. Uh, older people 
uh, are the ones who are more likely than not to have a disability that may interfere with their mobility and their travel. And we all know that, you know, the airline regulations prohibit uh, people from disabilities sitting in the exit rows, which is a perfectly logical rule. But is the airline required to make any special accommodations or any accommodations in particular for someone, a disabled person, traveling? I don't know, but I think it would be interesting to find out. I don't, I don't know either. Uh, the, yeah, it, that, that would be if you can uh, find that information and perhaps share a tidbit on, uh, again, I'm, I'm a member of uh, your Facebook group, Growing Old. Yes, you are the third member. Third member. And I, and I put a post up there yesterday, what my experience of growing older kind of has been. It was it, it just uh, growing old sneaks up on you. One day you're six, next day you're 69. You're 74. Yep. But yep. it just seems like yesterday I was six, seven, eight, ten. Uh, growing up, and uh, it just seems like yesterday I was being drafted into the United States military. I mean, it, again, it, it's, it just sneaks up on you, and you don't, um, what I want to say, you don't have any. Uh, There's no training. No. Are you having any feedback of your audio in, in, in the audio? No, I'm crystal clear on both ends. Okay, I, uh, what I didn't do is turn the FX back, so uh, uh, you didn't have your audio coming back, but you say there was an edit. No, uh, uh, today's audio is crystal clear, both mine and yours, at least on my side. Wow, terrific. That's good to hear. we got a couple people watching us, uh, on uh, four people watching us on uh, uh, YouTube. And if anybody has any questions about what we talked about, we talked about uh, this uh, Logitech uh, wireless uh, Wi-Fi keyboard I got a while back, and we've been talking about Jerry's new venture on Facebook, uh, Growing Old, where he has a, a, a group that you can join and talk about your experiences, if whatever you had uh, uh, growing older. But but yeah, that uh, I don't know about the airlines if they have any what do I want to say um, provisions or anything uh, to protect older people need protection. I mean, they're not the kind of young Spartan twenty-year-old person they used to be, where they can really get up and and uh, kind of take care of themselves. You know what I mean? Oh, believe me, being an old man, yes, I do. And another aspect of it uh, is nobody prepares us for the damage to our egos. Now, I'm speaking as a male. Okay, I, I think women react differently to uh, uh, aging. You do? How's that? But, well, uh, males are, at least my, in my generation, or at least I, was a culture to be a male. That means, you know, strong, dynamic, uh, 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 combative, assertive, the whole nine yards. <laughs> yeah. uh, and today, um, 
sometimes I'll walk over to the library, and there's a middle school a couple of blocks down. And uh, if I'm coming back while the kids are getting out of school, these 12, 13, 14-year-olds, you know, they're, they're, they're on the top of the world, and they walk across the sidewalk. And, you know, it's a game for them. They're, they're not going to move. You're going to move. You're going to have to walk off in the, in the grass, not them. With your walker. Yeah, and my attitude toward it is, you know, no, it doesn't work that way. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the lack of civility, when, uh, when I was a kid, we were taught to defer to older people yeah. simply because they were old. Yeah, respect them, yeah. Yeah, and that does not appear to be the case with 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 today's kids, they're they're uh, uh, rude and undis. Well, let's just stop at rude. Uh, seems to be the order uh, uh, of the day, and uh, incredibly vulgar. I mean, you know, when, when I I remember being twelve or thirteen, and we used the dirty words, but. Now it's in common, ordinary uh, uh, everyday language. Uh, discussion. A, yeah, and yeah, almost an everyday language. It is their everyday language, hmm. and uh, that's a shame. That is really a shame. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll boy, don't, don't get me started on that one. But <laughs> another another subject I was reminded of a couple of days ago. Okay. Um, uh, I saw a major manufacturer, I, I won't name them, but they made an offer of a software bundle for students. And neat software, again, I'm not going to mention the names or anything, but it was being offered to students and faculty at 50% off. Okay. And it struck me, why? Why, why do, why, why offer a discount to students? And I know the answer to this, but why not offer a discount to older people as well? Because one, older people today, you know, let's say over 50, have lived with personal computers all their lives. Personal computers came on the market in roughly 1978 in any popular form with the Atari and the TRS-80 and the Apple II. Right. And we've grown up with computers uh, all our lives, but for most people, beginning somewhere between the ages of 60 and 65, income takes a significant dip. And most people uh, do not have significant uh, uh, net worth, but they still have lots of years uh, uh, ahead of them. And with the students, of course, the idea is to hook them young so they'll use your brand for the rest of their lives. But why are they writing off the older contingent uh, I'm 74. According to the Social Security numbers, I have another 15 years. No guarantee. Yeah. But I'm still going to be a consumer. But my income is not what it used to be, where oh. I can go out and just yeah. leafly lay down two, three, four thousand dollars for a computer. 
that, and that that comes kind of as a shock to people uh, all of a sudden too when you retire that your income is nowhere like it was when you were working. I mean, it 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 goes you know, like yeah. that, and you can, you don't have the buying power that you used to have now. I used to see a lot of what I called older people at McDonald's buying uh, uh, cheeseburgers and stuff like that. I thought, wow, yeah. you know, maybe they like them. It's not that. They can afford them. That's correct. They can afford them. That's correct. So. And uh, um, there are all kinds of changes. And, you know, the, the, yes, there's the AARP, but the AARP uh, was long ago. First of all, the AARP, although it's a not-for-profit corporation, pays out huge salaries to its officers. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a good job to have, even to be a director. Second, it's an insurance marketing scheme. Third, it doesn't do crap for the average uh, person. You know, they get these you, you get these discounts fifty, say fifteen percent on Hertz. How often do you use Hertz? No. Uh, you know, and uh, one of the things I'm looking at, uh, do you remember a guy by the name of Howard Jarvis? No. A number of years ago, Jarvis at that time, I believe he was 69 years old, and I forget what he had done for a living, but he was not a politician. But he was being driven out of his home that he and his family had owned for a long time by increasing property taxes in California. And so he he became an overnight activist and started gathering petitions and support for a referendum to cap property taxes. Proposition 13, I believe it was. And it became a, a what we would now call a viral movement. Yeah, I, I and, seems like I kind of remember that. But go ahead. Well, anyway, it won, and municipalities, particularly school boards, were were prevented from continually increasing. Oh. Uh, yeah. property taxes and the, yeah. the you know the teachers union hated the guy and whatnot but he was one guy and he went out there and he almost single-handedly started this movement and then was picked up by others yeah but again i am now a 74 year old guy i'm old i'm looking at the world around me nobody told me this was coming you know they said you'll get old but they didn't tell me what being old well, your parents, was like. Your parents or grandparents might have said that, you know, that, uh, uh, look, one day you're going to be as old as us, you know. And you kind of just shook your head and said, nah, you know, ain't good. See, back in my day, and perhaps even today, I mean, I don't share the vicissitudes of aging with my grandchildren. You don't? No, do you? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay, <laughs> but but the, 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 the point is there's no training. It's a once-in-a-lifetime learn-on-the-job. OJT. Uh, yeah, OJ, OJT, and you don't, know what you're, you don't know what your termination date's going to be. <laughs> yeah. 
you don't know how long it's going to last you. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, uh, and that kind of worries me too. I, you know, I'm I'm 69. I feel really well after my now after my surgery, but I don't want to get to the point where I cannot take care of myself. I don't want my kids to be responsible for that. If they have to sign me up for Medicaid because, you know, Medicare won't no longer cover the expenses, say, of a nursing home, Medicaid takes your uh, life insurance inheritance. They, they have, I mean, they just, you know. It becomes, they take everything. It, it, yeah, they take everything. It becomes theirs. And I, I, as far as something not being right, I don't see that as anywhere near right. If you can explain why it is to me, I'd be happy to hear it. No, it's it it, and, and that's a that's a good thing because of like what I would like to do with this group is find people who are are experts but neutral in this area. Yeah. And I've heard I've heard commercials from from so-called elder care uh, lawyers who specialize in this stuff. Yeah. Talking about how you can protect what assets you may have, you know, like a home. Yeah. Uh, that you have equity in, and and you know, get those kind of people on a, on a Facebook Live uh, 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 interview. And uh, again, there's just so much that you need to know when you're getting older. And for many people, they they do not have the ability to to absorb it or understand it. It's I a, mean, it's a mystery. And not only that, but, you know, cognitive ability for many of these people decreases. And we have uh, uh, a neighbor, uh, she's 82 now, but uh, we've been watching her decline for a number of years. A perfectly wonderful, nice woman Mm -hmm. who had a a long career. Her husband passed away, which is unfortunate. And uh, she's baffled by by many of the things that she has to deal with. Fortunately, um, my wife, who is a social worker, uh, uh, helps her, and she has two daughters who to help her. And uh, uh, there's there's a network. But boy, it's a, it's a for older people. Okay, I think it's a cruel world, yeah. and I, I don't mean that there Poor are people child. out there intentionally. You know, inflicting uh, uh, bad things on us. It's it's just it's like this humana thing. My wife, who's a very nice person, I call her the saint, <laughs> spent six hours on the phone being reasonable with them, and got absolutely nowhere. Now, what was what was humana doing? No, this is prescription Part D, right? Yeah, Humana. Humana has been her Part D carrier for a couple of years, and she sent in a prescription in January, and they told her they couldn't fill it because Humana was not her primary carrier. That instead, a company called Prime Therapeutics was. Well, that's an impossibility because. Prime Therapeutics is a mail-order pharmacy. It is not an insurance carrier. Okay. All right. And, and they insisted, well, they didn't care. They had called Prime Therapeutics, 
And it took me a little bit of research and one letter, and they gave me the details of what they had done, and I was able to immediately determine that these morons, uh, and I, 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 I have them identified by name now, these morons were calling the wrong company, the wrong department. And Humana. Yeah, Humana was. Okay. And uh, my wife called uh, Blue Cross and got a certificate that showed that, you know, she had been insured with them and that her coverage had terminated uh, way back when. And I, you know, spent another 20 minutes composing a letter. And this morning, it's like, oh, we've approved that prescription while our claims department, you know, works this out. And <laughs> it's like the next letter is going to be, oh, and you do understand that this is still an active uh, uh, case for us. Oh. And you are to preserve, you know, it's called a litigation hold letter, and you're to preserve all your evidence. So, so they get the message that, hey, you just screwed us, and you're not going to get away with it. And uh, uh, it's worth my time uh, to pound them. And again, it's all within the law, yeah. and it's using the law. but. There are so many other people, you, you go to Humana's website and you look at all the sob stories of how Humana is mistreating people. Now, bear in mind, a lot of people are stupid, and a lot of their complaints aren't justified because they're the cause of their own problem. But the, the, the bottom line is that uh, companies like Humana, uh, they're there to make money. They're they not there they to... Take advantage, you know, they take advantage of people's stupidity. Yes, and their trust and whatnot. Um, for folks who would like to join Jerry's um, Facebook page, Growing Older, uh, here it is. You can, I uh, think perhaps you can uh, copy... Uh, Anyway, I'll put I'll put a link to this also. I'll put a link to this also down in uh, the uh, description <laughs> of this video. I'll put, I, I'll put, I'll put, I'm, I'll put, I'm chuckling because the PM came up there. I have a friend who has a granddaughter named Ava. And look at the what. <laughs> My, I have a granddaughter named Ava, too, and she's the sweetest girl. And she's seven years old, and she's smarter than a tax. Uh, <laughs> but I'll, I'll put a link to all this down below in the description, a uh, link to the keyboard I bought, the wireless Wi-Fi keyboard, which I just love. And I'll put a link to Jerry's uh, Growing Old group. Uh, Facebook page down also in the description. But what we're doing now, in case you didn't hear us earlier, this is—we're not doing this for, uh, via Zoom. We're doing this via Skype, and Skype would now allow you to use Skype with VMix. Now, um, Jerry is looking at my camera, and he can see everything that I put in the uh, um, out window in vmix on his on on his skype you can see the dual window now correct yes absolutely yep 
and he can uh, see, um, again, everything I put up, just like I'm, uh, we're using Zoom, and there are people out there who really like Skype over Zoom. Skype is a little, I don't know, maybe easier to hook up, uh, hook people up to, to send them, uh, all you have to do is send them one link and still all that garbage at Zoom as you send people, the, the link to hook up, the phone way to hook up, and so on and so forth. But in some respects, in some respects, Skype is a little bit easier to navigate, use, than Zoom is. Now, I like Zoom. Don't get me wrong. I'll pro- Next show we do, we'll probably use Zoom because there are just some things I really like about it. Uh, one thing is that... Uh, um, Scott, uh, Zoom will allow you to record and allow your guests to record, whereas Skype doesn't have a provision that I know of to record Skype conferences. Perhaps. You know. uh-huh. but, but there is a tremendous application called, it will spell it slowly uh, because I can barely pronounce it, it's called Evyar, E. V is in Victor, A-E-R. Okay. Oh, hey, uh, I'm going to cut this off because Tom's got his show on now with that uh, lawyer, that copyright lawyer. Oh, I'd like to see that too. Yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to cut this one off and... Send, send me a link I, to that place you can use to record Skype. I will do so, sir. All right, and uh, again, we'll be back next week. Are we going to do it on Tuesday at 2? Yes, sir. At 2, 1 central time? Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you all again next week then on Tuesday. Catch you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.